0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis.
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode two hundred and twenty-five, four hundred fem, as we say post-ventsky, because I have an exam tomorrow and I need to practice something.
0: Good evening, everybody. Just you and me, then? As far as I know, welcome to the latest episode of Geekcast. Coup d'etat. Should be fun.
1: Why am I on one second? I shouldn't be on one second.
0: No, you should be on zero second. But the screen is black. Well, you've got more than one second of darkness. Not for much longer. Yeah. This week's episode, well, put it this way. Some of you may know that I've been doing a bit of decorating. So when I went to grab the DVD to get the video for this episode, I realised I'd boxed it up and I was not going to go dig it out. So I only happen to have the Blu-ray, so I ripped the Blu-ray. So the running time of this episode is a little bit longer than normal.
1: Yeah, I got forty-three, thirty-four.
0: Yeah, about a minute longer than normal.
1: Oh, and my continuum arrived. One or two. Oh, both.
0: I think got both of you, right.
1: Well, it said Frequently Bought Together, I looked at price, and I said, ah.
0: <laughs> I do that, but then I worry about getting caught by uh, Customs and Post Office, like an extra eight quid.
1: Finished Post Office, obviously, I haven't shipped enough stuff to bother. Or they just see stuff coming into Student Village and they like, screw it.
0: So you can appreciate that in a government-run institution.
1: They get a lot of international students. If they started slapping duty on everything that was shipped in, they'd lose a serious amount of goodwill. Yeah. In the room where we have been watching the BSG Blu-rays on a 72-inch screen, although only the pilot so far, I finally managed to get a complete game of Shogun played. As my friend Chris Booth, who attends tabletop-style board game conventions and used to walk for Lamasoft back in the day.
0: Wow, that is a name from the past. Yes. What was that? Jeff? Minter. Jeff Minter, yeah.
1: Says, Shogun is a 90-minute game that takes two and a half hours to play.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, alcohol helps, but of course not, it doesn't. no.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Although Nico was drinking anyway. Because it's official Student Village event, the TYS committee gives them a budget of 20 euro for snacks and food and beer and stuff.
0: See, how civilised is that? It's Finland. We yeah, very civilised. Oh, we listen to do you?
1: <laughs> I told you, I'm not leaving here for another 25 years. <laughs> I'm staying here until 2040 or so. So I popped into Little Britannia today, and they had Jamaican ginger beer.
0: Okay, you like that, do you?
1: I like ginger. I am ginger.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I like ginger cake, and... i uh... never a fan of ginger beer, though.
1: Oh, so you wouldn't be a fan of krabbies? What's that? I got with ginger beer.
0: Oh, no, probably wouldn't.
1: It's extremely easy to drink. And not just for people like me. Not that I can have that anymore, but still. I bought four cans of ginger beer and three of iron brew.
0: Yeah. Makes sense.
1: Yes. So they've been bunged in bridge. I was at a Doctor Who thing on Saturday. Somebody brought along a ginger sort of jelly thing. Yeah. Uh, Which are apparently insanely expensive because they come in some brand called Superfoods and it's like 30 euro a kilo. Well, I found a hairdresser.
0: Were you looking for one?
1: I've not had a haircut since uh, November.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So now, you can bung out the plus page if you're looking for something to bung. I had the beard trimmed to shape.
0: You look stern.
1: Do I? <laughs> do I look suitably bearded?
0: I imagine you really do fit in the Scandinavian atmosphere. Put yourself a little helmet on with a couple of horns <laughs> on, and you, <laughs> you could ravage and pillage your, your heart's intent.
1: I'm not really a ravagey, pillagey kind of guy. <laughs> you know earbud things that pretty much banned in the British Isles because of accidentally perforated eardrums. remember the little cotton buds on the stick yeah um, two of those stuck up his nose with what looked like a green wax type substance around them ok I can only conclude that they were offering a service whereby they were waxing the inside of his nose to remove hair
0: oh come to think of it I think I have seen that on television still bizarre that must come keen
1: you mean it must hurt?
0: Yes. Oh,
1: sorry. Comkeen is not a it must be a northern phrase I'm not familiar with.
0: I'm not from the north.
1: Sorry. <laughs> You're not from the south.
0: You know I live in the Midlands.
1: Depending on who you ask, I suppose there are those who are from example Newcastle that consider anything south of what Sunderland to be soft.
0: They might do, but the Midlands is the Midlands and still the Midlands. Fair enough.
1: Um doesn't Yorkshire only have three compass directions? in terms of it being divided up.
0: Yorkshire's basically us and them.
1: <laughs> really? I thought they were north, south and east, but not west.
0: I honestly don't know. Was it Yorkshire and Lancashire, The War of the Roses? I believe so. Yeah.
1: My history went up to about 100 years prior to the fact, basically it went up to Julius Caesar.
0: Well, there you go. After Julius Caesar, you can, you know, you can rely on such TV dramas as Rome or Spartacus. For your historical context.
1: And then we have a second book, which went from about 1870 or so.
0: Nothing happened between Caesar and 1870. Mm. Don't worry about it.
2: Do you like Star Trek? Me neither. Listen to Warp 10 Podcast. <laughs> I'll just cut that out <laughs> and put it up at the front of every episode of Welcome to the Warp Time Podcast, join us every Sunday and Wednesday as we explore the Star Trek Prime universe, starting with Enterprise and ending with Nemesis. I'm Neil, a die-hard Star Trek fan since I was a little kid. I'm Joe, I'm not a die-hard Star Trek fan, but I'm trying damn hard. This is the internet's most open, honest, controversial, and explicit Star Trek podcast out there.
1: Are you, or do you actually have Sky? I have Sky. Game you yet?
0: The show at Monday night.
1: Well, you can't spoil me, because I've read up to the end
0: of book You've read five. the book?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've read the book. And I'm actually listening to book three at the minute. Yeah. I'm almost eight hours in. No,
0: oh, so a tenth of the way through. Oh, uh,
1: about a sixth. <laughs> book five is 49 hours.
0: Right.
1: Have you about managed to sit through all of 1942?
0: 1942? I
1: think it was called 1942. It had Dan Aykroyd in it. Really, really, oh, really. Oh, 1941.
0: Ah, I was... oh, come on, I was close. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it.
1: It's long in memory service and... and very incoherent.
0: Yeah, one of Spielberg's less successful movies.
1: Well, at least it wasn't filled with so much smallsy rom-com stuff that you need a bath bag every ten minutes.
0: Come
3: try ya!
0: Okay then, with blathered on enough Blu-ray rip. Total running time, 43 minutes and 34 seconds. Alan, will you do the honours?
1: Right. Okay. On that note. <laughs> three. two, Ed. Clicky.
4: Previously on Stargate Atlantis.
0: Oh, full use out of that map painting. Mm. Colmini mm. So, definitely going to be a Gin episode then.
5: You do realise that long-term exposure to these levels of radiation is extremely dangerous.
0: Oh, love the wig, Taylor. <laughs> Harrison.
6: How many of these ships do you have? Just
0: the one. Yeah, it's just a reminder that the genai do like their nuclear weaponry and are very determined when it comes to acquiring technology. Indeed.
2: Shepard has just disabled another generator. Yes, I'm aware of that. Reinforcements are arriving
0: now, Commander. Oh, excellent punch there.
3: That's awful. Awesome.
0: All these clips from the Storm and the Eye. hmm yeah. yeah. Whenever you see an episode of the genai without Cole it means he's working elsewhere. <laughs> you heard our message. The Wraiths are at
7: our doorstep. We have an opportunity for you to test your weapon.
0: Yep, and it did work, <laughs> which was good. Yes.
7: We've got the prototypes.
1: Oh. How
8: much further?
4: Uh, just around this next corner. When was the last time you had any contact with them? Uh, they came under fire about half an hour ago. Uh, major told me to head to the gate and radio for backup.
7: I haven't
5: heard them since. They were under fire and you didn't head back to help?
7: Major Lorne told me to stay by the gate. You did the
5: right thing.
0: This is Dr. Lindsay, played by Penelope Corrin. This is her first appearance on Atlantis. He's appeared twice on SG-1, though. Also been in Royal Canadian Air Force and The Collector. Fantastic Four and the L Word. <laughs> A friend of Martin Garrow's. They went to high school together. That's just steaming smoke. well oh, can't be good. Non-smoking room.
8: Right, sure. Oh, Hey, if you hear gunfire, just know that that's me. Holding back our attackers all on my
0: own, huh? <laughs> Ronin knows these things. <laughs> Have no fear. McKay is here. Yes, he'll protect you. Don't worry about it. Well, this place looks like it's been torched.
1: And dusted. Yeah, here. <laughs>
0: Structurally unsafe, John, so don't go anywhere I it up, please. fire like this would have burned the whole
4: village if someone had not dealt with
5: it. Somebody put it out. They just don't want to stick around and talk about it. Uh, it's not safe to be up here. Thanks
1: for that. Oh. <laughs> Captain Obvious.
0: Wise words from Ronan. And look, bodies. <laughs> hmm. Rodney, come up here and have a look around.
8: Uh, I got something.
0: Oh, this does not look very promising at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh.
1: Good, make sure it's not contagious. Damn it.
0: What? This is normally how bone starts.
1: Hmm. I haven't watched any of the current season.
8: Dog tags.
0: Are they like dog tags? Wuff, wuff. Hmm, you'd have thought they might be a little bit deformed. Yeah. Maybe a bit of carbon scored or something. They look quite shiny. So, the same. Well, Major Lawn is dead. Shocker.
1: off right there.
0: Yeah, you thought they'd have body bags and not just bring him back on blanket covered stretches.
8: As you know, Lauren and his team have the weekly detail of escorting Dr. Lindsay to 177.
7: Uh, yes, the one who's educating the people on more effective agriculture and fishing methods. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Things were going along smoothly until our guys were attacked. Just like that, out of the blue. Seems that way. By who? The villagers? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, these people of that planet don't know how to farm or fish. It's amazing they've survived this long.
8: Activation.
0: That's good, Diamond. They've only just shut down the gate. Always oh, good to see Chuck. Mm. The Walter of the Pegasus Galaxy.
3: Yeah.
7: What have you got? No IDC,
2: but we are receiving a pretty weak transmission on the VHF band. Audio and video. Let's see it.
1: Video on VHF. Atlantis base. This is Laden Radim.
2: Are
8: you receiving transmission? I'll call you, this man. Yeah, I'll call you
0: this. Well, it, it could be just be cold calling, but I've got the idea he may know you're there. Uh oh.
8: I know we got the word out.
2: My men have witnessed your teams dialing and returning through the Stargate to Atlantis more than once. <laughs> I,
0: the I can see, see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as if they've been that stealthy, have they, in the last few episodes since they forward the Wraith?
7: No. Open a channel. Atlantis Base, this is Laden Rodine. We hear you. This is Weir.
2: Dr. Weir. I was beginning to fear the rumours of your destruction were true. What do you want? I have something to trade. Don't
7: think I don't recognise you, Laden You're a member of Corlia's strike force. You tried to forcibly take this city from us. Why would we want to do business with you? Because I have defected from
0: the Jedi. You liar. Uh, Ryan Robbins, who is Laden, is actually filming this segment in that very same room that's been torched. They've just thrown in some trees to give the forest-type background. <laughs>
1: Yes, and yeah. this one looks like crystal and not cheap plastic.
0: <laughs> well, it's in black and white and low resolution. That always helps, <laughs> doesn't it?
2: What they wanted. They want no more from you. And this is of no use to me. But I know how important these devices are to your continued survival. And we can discuss this in person. Lower your shield and allow me safe passage into the city.
0: Martin Gero, who wrote this episode, uh, described it as being the thorn in its side. He originally wrote this via confrontation between Collier and Cowan mm-hmm. and then found out that neither of them was available for the filming. Oopsie. They managed to rejig the schedule, got Colmeney back in, so then he had to rewrite it again. <laughs> Still disappointed with it until he actually saw the finished episode and then he thought this has actually turned out pretty good.
1: <laughs> of course it turned out good. It's got Colmeney in it. <laughs> you throw a bit of Irish in, it improves everything.
0: <laughs> yes. You've used that argument many a time, haven't you?
1: Successfully. <laughs> Everyone wants a bit of Irish in them.
0: No mention of the very long teaser. Bloody hell. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Surprisingly, the sci-fi channel actually said this was okay. Normally they wouldn't approve a teaser this long before they could go to the ad breaks. Mm -hmm. But the powers that be said, fine, go with it. Okay then, coup d'etat. Season 2, episode 17 of Stargate Atlantis. The Gatecast episode 225. The episode was directed by Martin Wood and written by Martin Garrow. At its Canadian premiere, January 9th, 2006, the Americans got it February the 17th and we got it February the 22nd. The French, July the 15th, Swedish, July the 20th, 2007 and the Japanese, November the 21st of the same year. I could only find three series with episodes of the same name, Falcon Crest, World in Action and Naruto Shippuden, which mm. is a Japanese anime. I
3: see.
0: Director Martin Wood directed 47 episodes of Target SD-1, 29 of Atlantis, 27 episodes of Sanctuary, including another seven of the web series, also directed four episodes of Primeval New World, Six Cedar Cove, and two of Arctic Air.
1: Yep.
0: Martin Garrow, who wrote this episode, wrote one episode of The Universe, 26 episodes of Atlantis, and two of SU-1, as well as the LA Complex, Bought to Death, and The Home Show.
8: We might even be
6: able to light up the engines and get the city to fly.
8: Really?
7: No.
0: We <laughs> well, yeah, surely they've been down to the uh, the power room and seen that there are three slots in the console. Yes. But keep that in mind, Rodney. It may come in handy. Disbelieving looks.
7: He says he's alone and he's willing to be searched. Wait a minute. We should be dealing with Lorne and his team.
0: <laughs> this is a ZPM, though. You, you really do need to get him. We've had whole episodes where you've been looking for one. Several episodes. Yeah.
7: And you can join them once you finish up with this.
0: Not always been fruitful, it has to be said. No. And they had to rely on SG One to get the other one. That's what they're for. I'm
8: not sending my team in there blind.
0: Send somebody else's team then.
1: Yeah, that's what other teams are for. Yes.
7: We're getting telemetry back from the Malt. Only reading one life sign. And so far, is telling the truth. So far.
1: Let's just send the Malt that we can't replace.
0: <laughs> oh, the Malt! It always looks so primitive. As you can see, that is a set. That is not actual filmed location. But it looks pretty good because of you know video link and kind of softens it all.
8: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yes sir.
0: I like it. Do You think they just elevate the life signs detected <laughs> to the mouth?
8: <laughs> They're peaceful people. They really are.
1: Yeah, that's what we thought about the Janai. Yes. Filmed me once.
8: We were invited into one of the villagers' homes for tea. A welcoming custom. We've been through a dozen or so times. Deera, one of the villagers, asked for a word with me in private. She took me downstairs.
5: You went alone with her?
8: They're farmers
4: and fishermen. I've been dealing with them for months. I trusted them.
5: Yeah, that was a mistake. Ronan.
0: Penelope Corrin. Her character was described as someone geeky, someone McKay could love. And that's how they came to write her.
4: Hmm.
1: Oh, no, we can't really say that, can we?
0: Don't know. No, oh, you've on about future.
1: Yes, future McKay.
7: <laughs> Major Lauren radioed me from upstairs and told me to go to the gate and
8: call for backup.
0: It does look a bit suspicious. Why would they draw one away
5: did this um deer try to stop you?
0: Yeah, and they've been getting really annoyed with you. <laughs> Did she look surprised
5: when she heard the shots? Uh, I don't
4: remember. Can you think of any reason, any reason at all, that the people of this village would want to attack Lorne and his men?
1: No. What are you doing on a military team when you're clearly so?
0: Like I said, she's not military. She's agricultural and fisheries expert. <laughs> like McKay, you know, he's a specialist.
2: He's clean, sir.
1: No, he's not. Did you not see that Voyager episode?
8: What? Ezekiel?
2: I sent it to another planet for
8: safekeeping. How stupid do you think I am? From what I remember, I gave you a pretty good crack on the head last time we met. Because I was kind of hoping it made you simple. No, it didn't. But ever since then, I've been plagued with headaches. You're just saying that to be nice.
0: What do you want for it? <laughs> yes, boys. All- Enough of this. Behave yourselves.
8: Does that make you nervous?
2: Not at all, Major. I'm just not interested in talking to the errand boy.
1: Meow.
8: <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's Lieutenant Colonel errand boy to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he jumped up to the Lieutenant Colonel? That was quick.
0: Well, yeah, he got promoted, basically to allow him to take command of the base, didn't he? Hmm. When Weir went back to uh, the IOA. And they says, oh, he can't be in charge, he's only a major. And then promote him.
3: It's not them.
7: Hmm. What do you
3: mean? These bodies you found are not Lorne and his men.
7: But they were wearing their dog tags.
0: A foolproof method of identification.
5: Then Lorne and his men could still be alive. Right.
7: Doctor Lindsay heard wraith stunners before the fire broke out, but this wasn't a wraith attack. So.
4: So
5: whoever it was wanted us to think they were dead.
7: Who? What could they possibly want with Lorne?
5: We need to go back, question the villagers. Okay.
0: Did you know Ronan doesn't like to take his shirt off while he's being filmed? Yet, all the time, he's got his shirt off in his trailer. Mm. From his time on Baywatch and shows like that, where he was basically the beefcake.
7: Really, Really, Colonel? I'm on my way. Need to be careful.
0: Well, we'll
1: stare at the camera, they must have run a bit short.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that, folks. A little hiccup with my video playback.
7: Dr. Weir, thank you for your warm. What do you want for the ZPM?
2: You people aren't much for small talk, are you?
7: Not with criminals, no.
2: As a member of Collier's strike team, I was following orders. I harbor no ill will towards you or your people. That's nice. It's the truth.
0: There's plenty of people out there that don't have a very high opinion of the Atlantis expedition either.
2: I need about a hundred machine guns, a couple dozen grenades, and any C4 that you have to spare. Sounds like you're having a party.
7: (laughs) Explain, how is turning you into a threat in our best interest?
2: The real threat of the Jedi. Their nuclear weapons are fully operational and it is my considered belief that they will soon begin using them as a first strike offensive weapon. Of course it is. Not just against the Wraith but human populations as well. Mm-hmm. Now you give me and my men the arms we need you'll never have to worry about the Jedi again.
7: You're planning a coup?
1: Yes.
0: And you're going to help me.
1: Never a good thing.
0: I wouldn't have thought there were that many Jedi left. The world did get cold after all. Mm.
1: Really? Oh, we do.
0: Who would even consider galactic domination when the Wraith fall awake and feed in? You know, it's... just keep your head down, surely?
1: Uh, Callum would. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah.
2: The count of the past bears little resemblance to the count who is in power now.
7: How so?
0: Soldier with the bloody huge hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big hands, there.
1: <though>. And <laughs> uh, yet they seem to be at knee level, based on the way the uniform looks.
7: Whether the galaxy likes it or not.
2: Commander Kolyo was the only Jedi who could stand up to him keep him under control. He went missing several months ago. We suspect Cowan had him murdered.
0: Oh, no, not... Collier's dead, surely not. You get the impression that it detected serious energy output to uh, even dent Collier. Mm. I mean, he's been shot once.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Get to the part where you find the ZPM. Collier often spoke about the Brotherhood of the Fifteen. The last mission you encountered him, though. No? The last time he tried to kill me, yes.
0: It's a thing they have. A bit unusual, isn't it, though? I mean, uh, Cowan and uh, Collier were... Probably better friends.
1: You think? You know, he pronounces it differently to everyone else.
0: Well, it's like Goal, isn't it? Everybody pronounces it differently.
1: Yeah, but he puts emphasis on the first syllable.
0: Fear the Jedi. Cowan has spies all over the galaxy.
2: I figured you'd be more than willing to help if we could give you something of value. How do
8: we know you're going to be any better than
2: Cowan? Look, I know you don't trust me. But if Cowan uses his new atomic weapons to enslave other worlds, then the Jedi are no better than the race. You can have your ZPM, but you must help me stop that from happening.
0: I don't trust this guy. I don't blame you, but I can't see the point of waging a, waging a war in the middle of a culling. crazy. You see. Never heard of her.
4: Are you certain? Dira, she was friends with the men who were killed last night.
0: I said, I never heard of her. A very busy tavern. They must do good business for a primitive community. Ladies and gentlemen, they should all be in the fields.
1: Well, maybe the fields are closed.
0: <laughs> the barkeep is Dan Joffrey. He's been in Fringe, Fairly Legal, Arctic Air and Continuum. Also Tron Legacy and Scary Movie. So a TV and film actor. <laughs> 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 Threatening level to 10. <laughs> Intimidation <laughs> to 11. <laughs> he knows something. Everyone
5: here knows something. Let him go. you know what's best for you, you'll both go back from where you came.
1: <laughs> really, Roland doesn't respond well to threats. He considers them amusing.
3: No,
2: not really. <laughs> They're watching us.
0: Of course. They'll kill us all if you're not careful. The young woman is Meg Rowe. She's been in Three Moons Over Milford and Riverworld and The Killing.
4: We can protect you. Help you fight them.
0: No, you can't. Your men couldn't protect themselves. Leave me be. Again, a nice selection of bottles and...
1: Yeah, buy a drink and get out of here.
0: Blown glass, it's a... It always seems to be where they fall down with these uh, settings. You wouldn't think they'd have glass manufacture.
1: Ah, uh, well, glass manufacture is about the same technological level as smelting. You know, if you can smelt iron, you can blow glass. Temperature's similar. Do you believe him? Of course, he's lying about something.
0: <laughs> By the way, this
1: dubstep is so different on the Blu-ray. It's a different font.
0: Better subtitling, though, isn't it? It's more adaptive to where...
1: Almost, I mean, with with the two of them there, actually had poor response at her mouth.
7: When Cowan handed over two of his atomic weapons to us, it was a sort of olive branch, and I would hate to jeopardise what little momentum we have going with them. Stick with the devil we know. Exactly.
8: So, give him the heads up, tell the general he's planning something?
7: I think so. I'll tell Leighton that... We need a bit more time and to set up a way to contact
8: him. I one of our best special ops guys on the planet when we search him. Hmm.
0: Who's this special ops guy then, John? Have we ever met him? Will we ever see him?
1: Tell you what, you just continue standing there while we dial. <laughs> yes. What happens if they get an unscheduled off-world activation? Do oh, in- the soldiers in- dive out of the way?
0: Well, you get a few seconds warning.
3: Excuse me? You... You left us behind.
0: It's not ours. Yes, it is. Like I got to say, they really got the money's worth when they built this standing set.
1: Of course, it is. It's the default village. Thank you. Yeah, unfriendly friendly eyes are watching.
0: What's would Not here. outfit hey, looks a bit Chinese. That's all. Yeah.
8: You know, I'm not sure that you've sufficiently trained me in actual combat. I, I don't know how much use I'd be in a fight our way out kind of scenario. Well, no, I look at it this way you know I have tried to kidnap you on numerous occasions to mine that big old brain of yours? Yes. Well, if we get into trouble, I'll just trade your life for mine. Funny.
0: Now, this tunnel is basically one long, well, tunnel <laughs> under the Terminal City.
6: Hey! Dr. McKay! Oh, and it's Lieutenant Colonel Shepard now, I hear. Somebody's been paying attention. Uh, I'm afraid I don't have much time, but uh, please tell me, what can I do for you?
0: <laughs> right at this moment they're at the very end of the tunnel the cameras and all the crew are literally within inches of them mm-hmm. and when you get over the shoulder shot just there that's the other end of the tunnel
6: our former ambitions have been tempered by the
0: real world I'm afraid you see friendly Cowan's being friendly
1: I trust him even less than I
0: trust the other guy well it was friendly the first time they met him that didn't turn out too well either yeah
1: you know,
8: with supplies even manpower why would you do that well, we probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the nukes you gave us, so, uh, we owe you one.
1: Technically, you owe you two.
6: We are a proud people. Really? But we do know how to accept help.
1: Um, and we know how to stab you in the back.
0: Yes, just give us time.
6: We've been
8: contacted by a genie named Layden.
6: Ah, <laughs> At last, the real reason why you're here. What has he been saying? Oh, it was something about uh, conquests uh, of other worlds using your atomic weapons. He's been telling the Manarians that I've been slaughtering our own people for food.
0: Now that's an interesting move, isn't it? I actually, tell him. Mm. So obviously, they consider Cowan the better bet than Leyden. Tunnel set. It was heavily edited down. All three actors involved complained about a noise that wasn't being picked up by the microphones. Turned out to be the smoke pumps.
1: So it looks visually like dank.
0: Well, yeah, like I said, they had to add in all the water that was pouring from the ceilings, scruff everything up, just to give it that kind of decrepit, unused look.
1: As opposed to the fact that it is actually a used tunnel?
0: Yes. Although I suppose there are tunnels like that that do look like that. Apprising me of Leyden's plans was the act of a friend.
8: Well, if you uh, want to contact us, we have a new number.
6: I've known for some time that Atlantis survived the wraith attack, Colonel Shepard. I hope you will accept it as an act of good faith. Your secret is safe for the Genoa.
0: Although it's fair to say, Martin Guerrero did let slip on the commentary that he, he is working on a season three story featuring Robert Davy. Of course, this commentary was recorded before season three was broadcast.
1: Yes.
8: <laughs> oh, that was refreshing. He
0: didn't try to kill us even once. Oh, Yeah, once given him the mission to attack Atlantis, otherwise. He actually said when he was talking to Robert, he said he'd love to come back, but not as a bad guy. Yes, that went well.
1: Nothing is safe with the Janai column.
0: But they're all friends here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the thing is, this feels like the setup for a two-parter Are they gonna really rush thing.
7: So Cowan's intel was accurate?
8: Yeah, it appears that way, yes. Even if these men are highly trained and armed to the teeth, Which most probably they are not. are no match for our guys. A raid? Hell yes, a raid. If this is their main base of operations, I'm willing to bet the ZPM is there.
7: And what, just steal it?
0: Well, the Brotherhood stole it from us, Leiden stole it from the Brotherhood. It's not really stealing. It's, um... Recovery. Okay, back again. Another little hiccup with the file I was playing. Come on, the Janai, they're always going to be armed to the teeth.
8: He won't do that, but sure, we can ask. When they get here, we detain them, leaving eight men in the building for two small strike teams to deal with.
7: Okay. It's worth the risk. Go get us a ZPM.
0: Yes, we're the good guys. Let's go and attack them. Yes. See, they're making the assumption that's a ZPM from the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. That is a mistake. Right. the commentary for this episode is done by Martin Wood, Martin Garrow and David Hewlett and nice mixture of uh, humour and information and what is it?
4: I do not know these are pictures of some of the Atlantis off-world team members
0: Lovely. candid snapshots from uh, a block away <laughs> you wait till you see uh, David Hewlett's photo there.
4: Major Lorne why would the villagers have these?
0: the writing on the side here is
5: in a bunch of different languages Offering a great reward for the capture. I bet they've been
0: circulated to dozens of planets. I
4: hope you're
0: wrong. The Joe Flanagan's look like it was a headshot, <laughs> and McKay's look real goofy. Uh-oh.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> i
0: <I'll get> it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that actually looks like an 8x10.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> Go to a convention, that's what it'll be signing. Awkward <laughs> activation. Nice close-up of the gate.
1: Yeah, very slow world activation. <laughs> The unscheduled one was a lot quicker.
7: Everybody relax, we don't want to tip it before they're all in position.
0: Remember what happened last time when a bunch of Jinnard walked through the gate? Who wants to greet them first? Hmm. Dahlia Redeem, played by Sonia Bennett, Canadian actress. Arctic Air, Hellcat, Battlestar Galactica and Eureka. I am
7: Dahlia Redeem. Redeem? Yes, I am Leiden's sister. Where are our supplies? Where is our ZPM? Later we'll send it through once we have returned to our world safely. I thought you might say that.
0: Doesn't sound very well does she? Doesn't look very well either. Yeah. This is one of the problems they had and they weren't sure exactly how ill they wanted to make him look without giving the game away.
8: Understood. Alright. Use non-lethal force wherever possible, so the men with stunners take the point. That being said, if they engage us, do what you need to do.
0: They also pointed out only David and Joe were wearing the fancy yellow glasses. Mm. Again, no helmets. They're going into a battle situation. Why haven't they got full armour on?
1: Mm, probably because the helmets themselves won't stop a ballistic realm.
0: They were very pleased with this explosion. Oh. For the door. That one. <laughs> a little bit bigger than the stuntman expected. Yeah. But it looked good. <laughs> and nobody was injured, so no worries.
1: The thing is, though... The Odyssey's flitting back and forth madly. They should have that by now.
0: Yes, is not You went to Gold Star, okay. You
8: train with me, we're finding
0: Laden. See, I almost found that guy. Must've missed it. Yeah, but if he was like a step to the right, I would've stunned him for sure. You managed to hit somebody. He only able to shoot a 9 millimeter when he's not panicking. You may notice that we're seeing an awful lot of the puddle in the gate realized that there were no special effects in the episode at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had a bit of money to spend. So every time they went through the gate, they made sure that they DJI the puddle in.
5: <laughs> What's all this? It's a wanted list. We figure it's on as many worlds as there are languages on the photos.
7: Who would do that?
4: We are not sure. But the planet where Lawrence's team disappeared is quite poor. It is conceivable they gave up Lorne and his men for some sort of reward. <sighs> to who? Then
5: why aren't we on it? Excuse me? Shepherd's on the list, McKay is on the list, why aren't Taylor and me?
7: What, you're feeling left out?
5: I just want to know
0: who thinks I'm not a threat and give them a chance to change their mind. That's what happens when you try to help the natives. They'll always stab you in the back eventually.
1: What's with the weird Patelty style arc? Well, she's lonely.
7: All these men possess the ATA chain.
0: They mentioned that they thought Taylor looked pretty good in this outfit. Then mm. uh, Jason also looks well, and season 3 will see him in leather shorts.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: But Ronan, that's why you're not here. See, most of Edison's team is on the list, except Toriel. He's the only one on that team that doesn't have the gene.
5: Still doesn't make any sense.
7: I suggest you call these men back if they're off-world. Yes. Most of these guys are on an operation with Shepard right now.
0: All these people that we haven't heard of. Yep, It'd be a better payoff if we'd actually seen them in operation at some point on a team.
1: Yeah, It's not like they have to pay them.
7: Once Shepard and the team get back, I will suspend all their off-world activity until we can get to the bottom of this.
3: Doctor Weir, please report to the infirmary.
7: On my way, Carson.
0: Yes, we're the good guys, and that's what good guys do.
1: How did he know there was any power in that ZPM?
0: Well, that's it, you see. That's the assumption they're making, that it, because he mentioned the Brotherhood, they're assuming that's the ZPM, Laden is offering them. You know, it's, it's like they've, they've not asked for proof of life from a hostage. See, I've got one on this black-and-white grainy picture.
1: Huh. Beep, beep, beep. One tango, middle of the room.
0: <laughs> John, not impressed. Huh. What, isn't that right? The reason McKay came up with tangos is because that's what they say in Rainbow Six. Uh-huh. That's one of the games they play. They don't have a tactical specialist on staff.
1: McKay's so is talking the hell?
0: You get the feeling that uh, Radim...
1: He's expecting this.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a piece of fruit.
2: <laughs> Colonel Shepard, what a surprise!
0: Mind you, the explosion would have uh, alerted anybody.
2: All right.
1: I really wouldn't do that.
2: Feel safer. A little bit. Would be.
8: <laughs> is that it? It is. Slide it over. Whoa, 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 Could be Booby tried to blow up in your face! Relax,
2: Shepard.
0: I have no interest in killing you. Yes, the truth.
1: I have interest in killing everyone else.
0: <laughs> There's time for that, though. You know, you you always think a ZPM should be glowing all the time. Yeah. Not just when it's inserted into the console.
2: It's all yours. One ZPM.
0: Ah. Uh,
1: it should be like those Duracell power batteries.
0: There we go. the hell? Here's a trap. One that's
2: probably been out of power for a thousand years.
0: Initially this scene was written with a gas mask in the box, so when this gas came hitting out, John could actually put the gas mask on, which explained how he was still conscious after the fact. Eventually they thought that was a bit stupid, and that's why it changed it around to gassing everybody.
3: I think I know who's behind this. Okay. Whoever these bodies belong to, they didn't die in that fire.
4: They died before
3: they burned? Aye, mostly from internal bleeding and a breakdown of the bone marrow.
1: Radiation poisoning?
3: It means they probably died of severe radiation poisoning. Now, from what I know, there's only one race of people that could possibly be exposed to the amount of radiation that would cause this kind of damage. The Janai? Aye, exactly. If the Janai are
5: behind this. We need to call back Shepard's team.
0: <laughs> Finally. Took him long
5: enough.
1: Yep. So, why wasn't he affected by the gas?
0: He was. He was knocked out. He's just giving him the antidote. No, him. It was his gas. He's probably been taking the antidote.
8: Like I've been gassed. How come it didn't affect you? I was injected with what I just gave you.
1: Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
8: (laughs) Where are my men?
2: They'll wake up in an hour or so with a pretty big headache, but they're fine. Just like you.
8: A lot of things right now. Fine isn't one of them
0: as I said again in the commentary there's a lot of explanation and exposition goes on in this episode one of the great things is they only hire people who can actually deliver it well mm. and Ryan Robbins is pretty good at that looking forward to seeing him again when Falling Skies returns
8: lure us here, take our weapons trade us for some more arm your rebellion, is that about it? couldn't
6: be more wrong yep. there is no rebellion
0: <laughs> there we go there we go
6: Layden here has only the best interests of the Janai at heart.
0: He's been a loyal soldier all along.
1: Unscheduled off-world activation.
7: <laughs> oh. What have we got?
6: Not sure yet, ma'am. We're not reading an IDC.
8: What the hell is going on here?
6: I want to talk with... Dr. Weir. The
8: gate has to be active.
6: It already is.
0: Oh. (laughs) Thank you, minion.
6: (laughs) Dr. Weir, this is Commander Cowell, leader of the Jedi.
0: Just in case you don't know my voice, because nobody talks like me in the Pegasus Galaxy.
1: No. Pegasus Galaxy V, the Liffy.
0: The use of the Jedi hostages, that was Brad Wright's idea. Originally, they were just going to be normal ill people. By uh, making them hostages and making one of them, laden and sisters, that opened up a whole new storyline.
6: I will release your men, but I expect something in return.
7: We have 12 of your own, how about a straight trade?
6: The Gen I you've imagined as your potential hostages are terminally ill. They volunteered for the mission. They knew they were never coming back from the moment they heard of my plan.
0: I tell you, there are times when the expedition led by Weir, you just can't trust them. And they lie through their teeth.
6: You have one hour to bring them all here.
7: And if I don't? We will kill one of your team
6: every 15 minutes until our demands are met. Oh, and we will be starting with Colonel (laughs) Shepard.
0: Oh, they pulled a number on the Atlanteans this time around. But then again, they do it every time, don't they?
1: Yeah, but they may have access to technology which can purge the radiation from the systems.
0: What, you think there's another twist?
1: I'm just saying it's possible.
0: Now, that's a deal you cannot take. You cannot give the denied jumpers, no matter what they threaten. Because, you know, the first people they're going to use a nuke on is you.
3: Yep.
7: Even if you cure us, Cowan will never relent.
3: I'm afraid that's not my department. Now, are you experiencing any pain at all?
0: I would imagine if she's got radiation poisoning. yes, quite a bit, actually. Joint pain, inflammation, all sorts.
3: Why would you do this? Allow yourself to be used like this.
0: She's giving her life for her people. It's quite reasonable. I imagine pretty much anybody on Atlantis would do the same.
1: I'd prefer not to die at all.
0: Yeah, but if you're going to die, you might as well make your death worth something, wouldn't you? So there you go. Actually, she explains it.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Can't you understand that? This is the one thing that I can do and I am glad to do it.
0: Yes, that's always the problem. so much easier to create weapons that kill people than actually kill people of the the effect of them.
6: What do you want with the jumpers?
0: Yes. Good question.
6: What do I want with invisible spaceships that can fly to other worlds and even deliver our atomic weapons?
0: (laughs) Oh, Colm can really deliver a line, can't he?
8: They're never going to deal. They're going to have to kill us.
6: I fully expect to have to kill you
0: yeah Martins. he really does like to kill people in the show <laughs> he hasn't done it recently he used to knock people off left right and centre in the first season and he still gets flack for killing Groden. <laughs> he also said it's useful to kill off third or fourth tier cast member <laughs> and then went on to say to David <laughs> what's your standing in the series
1: yes make sure it's right beside the radiation emitter
8: even if we give you the jumpers, none the geni, you will be able to fly them. Oh no? Why's that? You know why. Well, if you're referring to the ancient gene, I'm working on a
2: treatment that could artificially produce it. In fact, we've been collecting samples for some
8: time. From where?
0: Oh, look who it is.
8: <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Starting to put it all together? there major Lord
0: colonel <laughs> doesn't sound happy
8: Oh no yeah, way to be alive thanks sir so
2: uh, you come to rescue us
8: Not until about a moment ago I thought you were dead but now that I see you speaking and breathing yeah I'm thinking about it well good
0: let me know if there's anything we <laughs> nothing impressed at all
4: it looks like the Janai have moved in a massive amount of troops over the past 15 minutes I'm afraid they have us greatly outnumbered any attempt to extract our men would result in many casualties on both sides
5: let me get in there and see what I can do
4: no,
7: the last thing I need is for more of us to fall into their hands how are our Janai guests doing?
3: well they have a number of different symptoms and ailments but they all trace back to one thing
0: radiation poisoning
7: Amakay warned them that the shielding for their fission experiments was dangerously insufficient.
0: They didn't really care. Nope. <laughs> they were on a timetable. Although you'd you think you'd want to keep the actual the intelligent people that are actually doing the work alive as long as possible.
3: Although some of them are just too far gone to do anything but pain management. But I do believe I can save at least
0: eight of them.
1: Jasnah actually explicitly said we don't negotiate with terrorists.
0: Well, they probably thought that was too dry.
7: We're not handing ten of our jumpers over to the Junaid. Let's just hope this works. I don't think you understand. Most of your people can be cured, including Layden's sister.
6: Oh, I understand. What you need to understand is I don't care.
0: What? (laughs) They're already dead. (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, this isn't going to work.
7: Now let me return them to you and let them live out the rest of their lives with their families and their home world.
6: The Jedi need those jumpers. Until you are prepared to part with him, this conversation is over.
7: You kill one of my people and we are in a state of war.
6: Oh, yes, yes. I I don't quite know how I live with myself. (laughs) Lovely. I'll contact you again in 15 minutes so you can decide whether you would like Dr. McKay to live. In the meantime, you have forfeited the life of Colonel (laughs) Shepard.
1: I wonder if he drew us an experience working for, what was it, Section 9?
0: Oh, poor John. He didn't last long. (laughs) come on folks who actually thought they were going to kill him hands up hands up
1: as my mother used to say they can't kill him he's the chap <laughs>
0: <laughs> factory they were in Dark Angel was filmed here hmm. David pointed out to you how surprised he was he lent against some of the pipes and they clapped they actually had to put all the pipes and the dials and whatnot back in after it was stripped out <laughs> yeah surprisingly this was a very cheap episode to produce by the guest stars time's up uh, dramatic zoom in on John.
1: a Hitchcock's Hitchcock him too. No, neither is John.
0: <laughs> I don't know if to feel sorry for these people or actually think they're being rather pathetic.
3: I'm not getting any signal. Damn it! <laughs> Elizabeth, what if we offer
5: them one jumper in exchange for Colonel Shepard?
7: Carson, we have less than 50 minutes before they kill McKay.
5: You can deliver all the jumpers you want, they're going to kill everyone. We need to attack them now.
0: Ronan's got the right idea. You can't compromise, you can't deal. You've got to act.
2: Weir says your doctor Beckett can cure the people I sent through the gate.
0: Is
8: that true? Beckett's the best doctor in two galaxies. If there's a cure, he's got it.
0: Probably fortunate then. Mm. Uh, it's just as is there, isn't it? Mm. You probably wouldn't be reacting like this if he wasn't related to one of them. Uh-huh. But then again, that shows a bit of flexibility on his part, do not it? Yeah.
2: Hidden away at the bottom of this building is a nuclear device. Okay! <laughs>
1: he's gonna have to kill Cowan.
2: I made it.
8: gonna you start your coup.
2: I needed Cowan and his elite guard together in one place. I knew the chances some puddle jumpers would get him here.
1: Good one.
0: So, uh, a double double cross.
1: He's probably confused himself as to which side he's on. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to kill myself before this is over. You
8: were just gonna leave us here to be vaporized with the others? Yes, I was.
0: I know too much.
1: I'm going to have to shoot myself in the back.
0: <laughs> I like that. If it wasn't for my sister, yes, you would be dying here. Mm. And that's good to see in a leader.
1: Bloody hell. That's a lot of meat.
6: <laughs> yeah. keeping him.
0: Yes, none of this five servings of vegetables a day. They don't mess about, do they?
1: No dollars for these guys, is there?
0: Oh, hello, boys.
2: Just discarding these prisoners.
0: That's it. And David actually got hit by uh, one of the ejecting shell casings—a mm. very hot showcasing. casing.
2: There's a hidden passage this way. We shouldn't run
0: into any more resistance. Commander
5: Kellan, someone has free the Atlanteans. What?
0: God, where am my God? Where, where is everybody? In fact.
5: Layden, come in.
0: Certainly, thanks.
7: Receiving Dr. McKay's IDC. Defence team, stand by. Lower
0: the shield. Yes, and there was about 15 men in the blind spot of the gate there. It's
5: Layden. He's letting us go in exchange for his people. Layden's in
7: charge? Yeah, he's about to be. He really was planning a coup. Apparently we're a part of the plan.
0: Well, believe it or not, he was telling the truth, more or less.
7: Layden, come in.
2: This is Layden. What's going on? I'm sorry it had to come to this Cowan. You have served our people
3: well.
1: (laughs) What have you done? Radiation would flood through the gate.
0: The plan was to actually have a nice big special effect. They decided it was a bit too expensive.
1: Because they blew the budget on Gate Puzzle.
0: I would like to see my sister. (laughs) Probably, yeah. If he died now, I've got the feeling that he wouldn't be very happy about it.
1: Yeah. He's saying it that way now.
0: the <laughs> Makita shot these scenes. It was actually filmed two weeks later. Sonia was actually on holiday in Mexico. That's why there was a dummy on the operating table. And then she'll be
3: cured. She's not out of the woods entirely, but she keeps up with the treatments.
0: Does that mean she has to stay on Atlantis, or you know, you know daycare, or something? No.
7: We'd be more than happy to cure as many of your people as we can. The ones who survived a coup, that is.
0: I wouldn't promise that. That could be hundreds, it could be thousands.
7: Let's make that a condition.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Dad, the she to be doing medical spy runs for the next uh, three years?
3: Probably, yeah. We'll take good care of her. I promise. Hmm. Thank you, Doctor.
0: I know they've got a ferry back to and from Earth. The US government aren't going to fund the healthcare <laughs> of the planet. Yeah,
1: because where's Ted, though?
0: So. That's a spirit.
1: On the boy died. has been definitively written out. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's hard to imagine him coming back. Isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I know in the old-time 1930s serials, you'd have a cliffhanger like that, and then the next week he'd miraculously escape through a side tunnel and made it off-planet. Yeah,
8: once people found out Callan and his lead guard were out of the picture, his loyalists laid down their weapons. They're billing it as a bloodless coup because no one died on their home soil. Yeah.
7: So a nuclear explosion and the lives of an entire battalion of men don't count?
0: Well, is there anybody alive that actually saw it? What do you think the
8: fallout's going to be?
7: Now, uh, historically, most coups end up with the new government being about as bad as the old one.
8: I don't know. He seemed pretty grateful we saved his sister. There's that. He did save me and my team.
7: There's that, too.
8: So I say we call it a win.
7: Who's spinning now?
0: Yep. Joke one up for the good guys. Then I say we call it a night. Hello. That we can do. I'm Hang on a minute. What's going on here? We'll have none of this. No. I
1: doubt that's possible.
0: Give him time, he might actually try. And that was Coup d'etat. And like Martin Garrow says, that's probably a better episode than it initially appeared to be.
1: Of course it was, that kind of meaning in it.
0: You've said that already. Probably can keep saying it.
1: The point needs to be reinforced.
0: <laughs> well, like you say, that's the last we'll see of him in the Stargate franchise. Although, if you do want to see more of him, he's still starring in Helen Wheels. He's got a couple of productions coming up, Free Birds and The Yank. You always get your yeah, DVDs right. or Netflix out and watch him on Deep Space Nine or The Next Generation. He even appeared in an episode of MacGyver a long, long time ago.
1: Sorry, when it ends, it dropped below volume. I can hear you at. So
0: yes, I think you've mentioned that before as well. Yeah,
1: what I got was if you do want to it, uh, and then nothing. So I paused <laughs> what I felt was an appropriate amount of time and then said something, hoping that you'd stop talking.
0: See, the intricacies of recording. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no notifications at all.
0: Well, <laughs> did you actually read what you tweeted? Your uh, autocorrect went to town on it.
1: <laughs> that was how in with the keyboard. There was no autocorrect.
0: Oh, dear. You can't spell to save your life, then. Nope. <laughs> Dislexia for the win. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah,
3: you. What? I like
0: the yellow ones. Never mind. Okay then, bugger all feedback for last week's episode, although as always, many thanks for the support and a 140 character discussion over on Twitter, which is a hive of activity compared to other social media portals. At least for us. We have a few birthdays this week, beginning with Musata Vanda, who played Sharnok, and then Shauna, in two episodes of SG-1. Her birthday is on the 26th, and you'll also see her on Voyager, Xena, and NCIS. On the 27th, Lou Gossett Jr. will be celebrating his birth. He was Garrick on five episodes of SG-1, and has a very long and successful movie career in both action and drama roles, including voice work. Cole Meany has his birthday on the 30th, though wonderfully deceiving Commander Cowan on many of the janai themed episodes of Atlantis, as well as a significant recurring actor on TNG, but like many, really came into his own on DS9, playing Miles O'Brien is currently starring in the excellent Helen Wheels*. We have a little convention news beginning with surely 36, which takes place August the 1st to the 3rd in Baltimore. Richard Dean Anderson will be attending, as well as Terrell Roffrey, Robert Picardo, and Michael Welsh. The German sci-fi convention, FedCon 23, takes place May the 29th to June the 1st in Dusseldorf. It will feature Richard Dean Anderson, Michael Shanks, Amanda Tapping, Jay Ackervoen, Joanne Braun and Nicole De DeBoer. The UK, London Film and Comic Con will take place between July the 11th and 13th at Earl's Court and will include David Hewlett and Robert Nepper. So a little light on Stargate guests but packed with an extensive guest list from other shows. If you want to get in touch with us and yes, like many podcasts the feedback makes it all worthwhile then you can find contact forms on the main Gatecast website over on gatecast.co.uk Our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook and Google+, under Gatecast. We are also on Twitter, at TheGatecast, which is one word, and we are listed on Stitcher Internet Radio and iTunes. And if you want to rate or review us, then we'd appreciate it. We are preparing for Season 10 of SG-1 and Season 3 of Atlantis, so if you fancy joining us for a show, then please get in touch. We want to add a third, or maybe even a fourth voice to our Stargate watches, because more is better. I didn't always think so, but I do now. OK, then, let's get back to the show.
3: Come try ya.
1: Given that we're going to be recording for at least another three and a half years, there's no guarantee there won't be any more Stargate by the time we finish. You never know. Then we could do a current podcast.
0: Yes, wouldn't that be fun?
1: Probably less fun for you.
0: That may be record it on the Tuesday and release it on the Saturday un- unedited. <laughs> by that time.
1: Okay, we could do a live stream.
0: Yeah, that ain't gonna happen.
1: Uh, Gingerbread. Of course, whenever I see the term ginger beer, my mind immediately goes to Famous Five.
0: Lashings of ginger beer. Yes,
1: <laughs> And then my, more recently, my mind has uh, gone to a cat-of-nine-tails coated with ginger. Okay. You know, lashings.
0: Ah, right. Yes. Okay then, it sounds like Alan's mind is wandering towards food and drink, so we better wrap this up. Next week, we return to SG1 for the episode Arthur's Mantle. Hope you can join us for that. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.